0: Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From
1: NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt podcast.
0: Okay, in the immortal words of the great philosophers, the Cornelius brothers and Sister Rose, it's too late to turn back now. So here here we go, here we are, Jim Gerhardt, Bob Williams. Uh, This is a rare moment for me. Observing the political scene as we did on the air for, what, 26 years. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I ever was able to say this before, but the legislature's doing something I think is very good. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, and what's that? I, I don't see how anybody's going to make a profit on this. <laughs> Although uh, the law, the rule is in New Jersey that there is little legislation that does not create financial opportunity for somebody. Mm. I don't know. But but seriously, though, this is a plan Uh, They say in the legislature that will allow animals who have been the victims of abuse to be represented in court uh, so that their abusers can face appropriate punishment. Too often, animal abusers get off with nothing, slap on the wrist or a warning, or Mm -hmm. the judge points his finger and says, no, 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 don't do it again. So in the state of Connecticut, they had a famous case in which uh, some very bad animal abuse, and the person who did it got off. There there was no sentence, whatever. Mm -hmm. In New Jersey, they apparently have taken the prosecution of animal abuse away from the uh, animal, uh, what is it, the SBCA, Mm -hmm. and turned it over to county prosecutors, which is a big plus. Now, to continue here, the legislation calls for giving attorneys and law students the ability to serve on a volunteer basis as a legal advocate for the animal in court. And so rather than just having the alleged abuser and uh, maybe the county animal control person telling the judge, they would have an advocate there with all the evidence, if you want pictures, testimony, Mm -hmm. or what, uh, on behalf of the abused animal, so that the possibility is that there might be some (laughs) punitive result of it. Uh, Said many animal cruelty cases in New Jersey and across the country end without a trial— and uh, the uh, according to the legal Defe- Animal Legal Defense Fund and other organizations, I think we've all heard this, people who abuse animals are more likely to go on to hurt people. It's, yes. it's kind of great. It's an entry level, mm-hmm. uh, like what marijuana is alleged to be for harder drug use. Gateway drug, yeah. Uh, this is what happens. And uh, said so the proposal comes after New Jersey shifted the animal abuse investigation and enforcement from the uh, uh, the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to the county prosecutors, maybe something will be done then. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be easy to say uh, a, a, a what a severe animal abuser should probably be shot. Yes, agreed. Yeah. But again, uh, if you're over a certain age, kids do things unhappily. I mean, you hear all of these cases of kids who have yeah. somehow uh, done something to, to animals. Anyway, that, that that no doubt is probably part yeah. of the violent culture. But anyway, the, and how uh, many
1: people uh, house cats uh, with you know what, fifteen to all, twenty cats hoarding, hear, cats, hoarding cats, yeah. hoarding cats? that that's certainly animal abuse. You know, you ring a bell. You know, my first act this morning what was that
0: I say my first secular act. That was oh. before I said morning prayers. Yeah. Uh, but I I was awakened by a, a cat, one of the cats, Fonzie, who was a black, very cool cat, mm-hmm. and Fonzie normally sleeps on the bed beside me. And I was awakened by what sounded like Fonzie choking. Mm. So the first thing I did today on this day was a Heimlich maneuver on a cat. Ah, wow. <laughs> it worked, I guess. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Sometimes the cat you can't You haven't, you haven't called him <laughs> lately and yeah. see how he's doing. Well, today uh, is a day to possibly conjure with. The governor does the State of the State Address today.
1: Right. We're taping this on Tuesday the 15th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All
0: okay. Right. So, the, right. This is Tuesday. So we don't know what he's going to say. We know he's going to say that something to the effect that the state is in great shape, thanks to my uh, ingenious stewardship over matters. Mm -hmm. But I think the average New Jersey citizen sitting out here and uh, looking around, knowing what's going on, is probably warming up now for a lusty chorus of... Bojica! And over here it comes, Bohica, Bohica, again. Again. I even forgot the words there. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, look out, everybody. It's about to come. However, uh, we don't know. I'm just looking at some stories on this that would relate to this. Back up a little bit. There was a story at NJ1015.com news about property taxes have gone up. Hmm. Now, they've gone up, you could argue, well, 3%, 4% in some districts. Ironically, the property tax increase has been most in the poorest counties,
1: mm, <laughs> which is down in South Jersey. Mm. Uh, so uh, the average tax rate I heard is like around, uh, what,
0: $8,767? $8,767. Jeez. Uh, got I got to put my reading glasses on. I have worn my eyes out watching football mm. games for two weeks. <laughs> I don't know. mean, see. see, I'm not sure I can see this now. Eighty seven hundred. dollars and $67. Gosh.
1: How, how, are you, is yours higher? That's, that's a, uh, mine's a bit higher than that, uh-huh. and that doesn't include the sewer and water uh, charges that we get, which uh-huh. is another, what, six dollars to $700. So, yeah. And yeah. a lot of districts have the same thing there where it, that's not included. Well, they put a 2% cap,
0: uh, Governor uh mm-hmm. Christy put a two percent cap
1: that certainly slowed down on, the, on property, the, tax, the, the, the property tax,
0: but there were all kinds of holes in it right it, it was it was leaky like a sieve, yeah you could you could you could do all instead of raising property taxes, what you could do you could go out and borrow an unlimited amount of money and still blow it on the same yeah. things and then so to call it something else and defer it to be paid later. so everything is just sort of kicked down the road. But the big news to me, and I still cannot get over this. The big news is that property taxes did not go down. No. Now, in a couple of districts, I think two towns or something, they went down like .063 or something. Negligible. Negligible. Yeah. But it should go down, way down. Yes. Way down. The, why the people in New Jersey put up with this, I do not know. And I have talked about this before, and I probably beat it to death. Why? One story, Eric Scott had a story Uh. On, uh, on NJ1015.com, and uh, he is talking about the possibility of, the, the headline says, Residents Brace for Murphy Tax Hikes. Now, this may be something that'll be talked about today, but the gist of the story is that the people of New Jersey are, as he said, people are very angry about the property taxes, but they don't do anything about it and the the response generally is well, oh,
1: well, that's New Jersey. You know, it's just yeah. something you have to live with. You don't have to live with it. No, you don't. Look at look at other states. A mm-hmm. uh, four hundred thousand dollar house. The the property taxes are between two thousand and three thousand yeah. dollars. It's incredible. And the bulk
0: of the property taxes is for education, which is the world series of waste. Yes. And and. Uh, fiscal gluttony. Mm-hmm. So they will so, and of course they also are the World Series champions of lobbying and putting influence on members of the legislature. Yeah. I I don't know precisely why the legislature refuses to deal with that. Now, the Constitution says very specifically that the state of New Jersey shall provide a thorough and efficient education system For all children in the state between the ages, I think it's 5 and 18, Mm -hmm. it says the state shall provide it. So the state should be paying the total out of its treasury, out of its income, the total amount for education, yes, which leaves us with what to me is very fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my case, anyway, I don't know about you, Bob, but the local taxes are not out of line.
1: No, they. I they, get very they, good service right, from my local taxes. Right, they've been trying to toe the line with yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, but
0: sixty some percent of the taxes are the school tax. Mm-hmm. Now, the only legislator in all the years we've been watching this, whoever pointed that out, was John Wisniewski, Democrat who was running for the Republican nomination, or the Democratic, I'm sorry, the Democratic uh, nomination, uh, nomination. For governor. For the governor. Right. Who, of course, was whipped out by the money the, yeah. uh, the other person had, right. who bought the job. But he brought that out during the campaign, and nobody paid any attention to it. I would think ears would pick up, especially older people. I mean, the ears would go up and say, what, what? The state should do this. Let's make them do it. No. Yeah. Nobody's doing it at all. Yeah. And, and the one of the reasons I think that people do not become aware and do not feel the sting of this, although they're getting stung, is the fact that with many people who hold a mortgage, the property tax is taken out in the mortgage payment.
1: Right. So they, they don't feel it. They don't feel
0: it because, I mean, you see it, but pay no attention to it. That's life. That's see, a, now,
1: I'm, I'm lucky. I have one of those uh, the mortgages where I can do my own escrow. So uh-huh. I don't I, I'm not beholden to the bank where they don't take my mm-hmm. mine out I can pay mine as as as, as I as I need to. Well when uh. you when it really hits
0: you is when your mortgage is paid yeah, off, right? Oh yeah. And especially Big by time. that
1: time generally most
0: of us are older. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden every 3 months you have to trot down to the clerk's office and lay down a pile of money, right. and then you which start, generally is about two thousand. The average would be right. about two thousand dollars. a Then you quarter. say to
1: yourself, "What the heck am I doing? Yeah. Why? Where? Where is my money going?" Well, it's and, you know, and like you it, said, the
0: unfairness of it. Here, you get one segment of the population footing the whole bill, which are homeowners, mm-hmm. property owners. Right now, in order to get that property, these people had to be. They had to work hard. They had to be frugal. Uh, They had to be, you know, dedicated. They no doubt had responsible jobs to take care of this. And then all of a sudden, what the state, you know, I I guess what the the real estate market giveth, the state come and tries to take it away uh, by hitting these people with it. That, for a retired person, and there are many in New Jersey, of course, unless you've retired from some high government Job like we talked about last week, you're getting two hundred thousand a year yeah. in retirement or one hundred ninety something. If you're
1: in the average situation, man, that hurts. Yeah, you're 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 getting what if you're lucky three quarters of your uh, salary when you were working uh, through your benefits with Social Security. Yeah, well, yeah. And maybe yeah, after it, maybe all maybe the deductions yeah. come.
0: Then when you're not working, yeah, Social Security's still taxed. Yes, if, if you if you have mm-hmm. had a good job and it's up high enough, it still so, gets taxed. Yeah, so so things are tight it, it's it it makes absolutely no sense and if somebody should they did this in California with a proposition i forget what it was it was very famous that did away with property taxes and boy did the members of the government howl about that mm-hmm. but it passed proposition something and there as far as i know that may have been 30 years ago and the and the, the uh, political population out there is still whining about mm-hmm. about it but you there are so many plans advanced. There are good plans advanced. One that I always liked, that got a lot of attention, and then it fizzled out, completely petered out, uh, was that there would be a surcharge on income tax. Now you say, who I pay enough income tax now. Yeah, but here's how it worked. The surcharge on income tax would pay that education billions of dollars that go into that, and at the final analysis, what you would pay as an increase in the surcharge is much less than you're paying in that part of your property tax. Mm. So in order to, let's say you pay $500 a year more in, as income, a surcharge in, on in, your income, income tax, tax That's bad. and then you, you get a five or $6,000 reduction in your property tax. That's a beautiful and thing. And you're only paying mm. what the fire district and the library, which right. is nothing, and the county and, of course, your local government. Yeah. And these things are very workable. So you have to wonder what is the motive of the legislature for not touching this. There has to be some reason because it makes sense as Wisniewski had pointed out and he certainly is a very responsible active member of the legislature. Mm.
1: Uh, but nobody paid any attention to that at all. Do you think it has anything to do with uh, our lack of county uh, educational uh, oversight as far as uh, districts and I, I, consolidate, I, the lack of consolidation of districts? We've got over, uh, what, 500 school districts. Well, you
0: see, again, here's, here's where the legislature is in something of a bind. They got themselves sell their backside backed into a corner. A legend in New Jersey persists, and that is we have home rule And there's so many ideas to save money on the consolidation of service, consolidation of district. The people say, well, we will give up home rule. You don't have any home rule. Every rule you have, every regulation, every law is imposed by the state or the federal government. state rule. And you sit out there with your thumb up your nose saying, well, and we're not going to merge with that town. Because they're not as good as yeah. our town. I remember no, 50 no, no. years ago, back in 38, no. uh, we played them in football, and they played dirty. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. And this is the stuff you get. I saw one time a, a, a man, a gentleman, looked like a, certainly a fine enough person, of, of mature years, elderly, and he was asked about property taxes in a some television interview they were doing on the subject. And it's so high. And here's a guy, obviously, who uh, certainly was not affluent, and he must have had trouble making yeah. the mortgage payment because it was a, it was a rather upscale community in central New Jersey. And they asked him about that if he minded, if he resented the fact that he had to put out all that money that he needed. And he mentioned some things he needed, like you know a new uh, what water heater for the home, a garage roof, you know all these things to keep your house maintained. He needed the money. Do you mind? He says, no, no, because that is education. That is for our next generation, our most precious asset. Well, who fed him that? <laughs> Somebody yeah. stuck a tube up his <laughs> well nose and pumped that drivel in. I see our, our most precious asset running around with his pants down, spouting gibberish. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and devoted to playing video games up to age 60 in, in mom and Pa's basement. Basement, that's, that's our it. most precious asset. More and more each day. All thing. right. Yep. Well, I don't know. Here it goes. <laughs> Here we go again. Okay, more to come. We have a, a, a very interesting word for you if you are in the process Especially the people we just talked about. If you have to do something, you have to downscale your living to make ends meet or you have to move out of the state, (laughs) this is a man you want to know. Hi, I'm Jim Gerhardt. Again, I'd like to tell you something about Robert DeKansky of Remax First Advantage. Now, Rob guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline that you agree to or he will buy it. And there's no risk to you because he'll let you out of that contract anytime. Now, just imagine this. The stress of going through a wedding, moving to a new house, having a whole change of life, still not being able to sell the house, then deal with two mortgages at the same time. That's what a lady named Marina of North Plainfield was going through. Just married, just moved. Her old house was on the market six months with another agent, no activity. So what do you do? Well, you talk to Rob Dukansky. Rob sat down with Marina, came up with a marketing plan, matched the home with his database of buyers, and bam, over 100 showings. So call the official real estate agent of 101.5, and the only agent I would think of calling if I needed to sell my home, Rob Dukansky, 855-350-1015, 855-350-1015, or online at robsellsnj.com,
1: talk to Rob, and start packing. So as we're recording today, we're also waiting for the demolition of the old Tappan Zee Bridge. I don't like to
0: see that. I love that bridge. Yeah, I can't a, think of hundreds of times I've been over it. Yeah, and I always look forward to going mm-hmm. over the Tappan Zee Bridge.
1: Yeah, it was uh, the, that was the first bridge for the New York Thruway back in '54.
0: Wow. Yep,
1: yeah, came up. Uh, I think they did it on the cheap because that's why it uh, it didn't last as long as uh, some other bridges. What, in the what was area. the year they built it? '54. That was one of the Theroy
0: Well, that's amazing because any school that was built in 54 or in New Jersey right. has probably been re-roofed or rebuilt 20 times since then <laughs> right so for government construction yeah that's something of a and, record. and
1: today you also ten ten 10 years from the uh the miracle on the hudson landing uh the with oh, uh, right? sullyberg uh, yeah. captain sullenberg yeah. uh, landed uh, the the u.s airways jet on the hudson river 10 as years we ago. sit
0: here bob is watching on his mobile device waiting for the demolition of the yeah. bridge, and we've been waiting which has for been going while. on and on. But what about now? Now, the people are starting to get a little surly oh, because yeah. they, they had to stop traffic, of course.
1: They, yeah, they got the traffic is currently backed up uh, several miles each way as they've mm-hmm. stopped the traffic on the new bridge so they can blow up the old bridge. Well, imagine people sitting there, they've had it, and say, I'd say, give me a crowbar, I'll go down there and tear the damn yeah. thing down. Let's, Pretty let's just much. get on with it. Yep, yeah, so hopefully it'll happen soon because they got uh, all those helicopter, uh, the TV helicopters flying around up there they're gonna to have to go for gas and, uh, and they have this gorgeous new bridge yes it's very close to it right they're hoping and that. in
0: everybody's mind it's the same, <laughs> same reason people go to to nascar races right. you're waiting to see a wreck <laughs> and <laughs> everybody's
1: saying man, i hope it goes the other way if the old and, bridge down blows down the new up bridge. the old the new bridge yeah. yeah that'd be something yeah oh so man it'll go it'll go well. well
0: getting back to new jersey again the uh as a story there were two stories interesting and one was a week ago. And the headline of that was, is Governor Murphy backing down on driver's license for illegals? Uh-huh. Well, you're not supposed to say that anymore. Mm, no, Misplaced, foreign, Misplaced travelers. foreign
1: travelers. Misplaced yeah. foreign travelers. Yes. they said, yeah, California. Yeah, that's the uh, politically correct term. Uh,
0: but then there's an updated story a few days later that says unauthorized immigrants may soon get New Jersey driver's licenses. Mm. So don't know where it stands. Perhaps the governor will address that today. I was staggered by the number of people in the state illegally, uh, which we used to call illegal aliens. Now we simply refer to them as future Democratic voters, which is what immigration (laughs) is all about, the Mm -hmm. whole thing. Uh, So the argument is that this... It's it's actually I round it off to five hundred thousand people. That's a lot of people here in New Jersey. Yeah? New Jer- the population of the state it's is a, seven, seven million, million something yeah. people, mm-hmm. and there are five hundred half a million of them are illegal breaking the law, have broken the law mm-hmm. in here illegally. So, what you do with them, heaven knows. But uh, giving them driver's licenses which they say, oh, it'll only be good for driving in New Jersey. The argument is that every one of them who's old enough to drive, uh, there will be some who want, but I guess everybody who's, what, 17, where you'd start with your provisional license and up. Every every one of them uh, is, (laughs) if they want a driver's license, it said that every one is suddenly uh, going to become very responsible They will take driver training, (laughs) Mm. sure. And they'll all buy insurance, of course. They wouldn't think of of, of violating something like that. Mm. And the registration. So you see, it gets down to the nitty-gritty of this. And I mentioned this last week. I don't know how many people have figured this out. But even if the share of them, who are old enough to, to drive and theoretically are eligible for this, if they do go through this process, there is a fee. And at the mentioned fee... This would bring twelve million dollars into the state's treasury. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is what this sort of boils down to.
1: And doesn't it also give uh, them an ID if they ever go to a voter identification process? Well, that's
0: the thing, and and it, it's unfortunate because I've, you know some of these people I've known, you know, we've run into, and I certainly would prefer their company <laughs> to some of the indigenous mm-hmm. uh, population I've seen around or yes. have had dealings with, but. Uh, you don't know who they really are. Hmm. The name is whoever they say or come up with. So you don't know You know what, what's in the background here. Uh, the, that's the argument for that they will be very responsible. Of course, the trick is they're one step closer to being able to vote Democratic. Yeah. That's what it amounts to. And so I mean, the, only, the only way that you're going to get them deported is to figure out which ones voted Republican. Mm. <laughs> put, them, put them all <laughs> right, in a car. Yeah.
1: Those are the bad ones. <laughs> you right? put them all <laughs> on a the bus. They're, they're, the
0: ba- they're the real illegal aliens. Yeah, you, you can imagine, call them illegal aliens. Right, can you, imagine yeah. if they're you watch them in the primary, and if they go and vote in the Republican primary, as they walk out, you've got a ramp right up to the bus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're out <of laughs> and, here. And
0: off they go. Well, that's the way politics works. <laughs> uh, State Senator Michael Dougherty, who is a Republican— Uh, says he does not think giving unauthorized immigrants a license makes sense in a country that is based on the rule of law. Well, it used to be based on the rule of law. The law is waived in this case. I don't know why they don't, if they close off the border, say, all right, all right, let's quit kidding ourselves. Anybody who's in here now is in the game. Uh, you're perfectly eligible for all rights and votes. Oh, oh! getting back to another thing, the uh, I mentioned I was staggered by the number in New Jersey. The cost in New Jersey is estimated by an immigration group to be $2.1 billion a year, mm, talking gosh. about taxes. It's crazy. And the governor now, who wanted to turn this into a sanctuary state, which means you'll have even more expenses on top of that. Yeah. Now, the expenses were for health care, Education, and they put down their incarceration. I'm not sure I would have done that because you get how how many people out of 500,000 are in jail. Hmm. I, I, and if they are, a lot of them are traffic violations and the like. So, uh, and of course, uh, there have been some terrible stories, but there've been terrible stories about people whose ancestors came here on the Mayflower. Yes, so, uh, but anyway, Doherty continued. Oh, that's Manfred. Could you hear Manfred (laughs) yawning?
1: Now, now we have to pay him because he's on yeah, the cast. be quiet, Manfred. I'm yeah. him a dog biscuit over. <laughs> I, I brought
0: Manfred. My new Manfred, the Wonder Dog. Yeah. My my, uh, my Doberman puppy. He's a great dog. He's, oh, he, that? oh look it. at He's over there. You watch, oh, watch your is? leg. Watch your leg. Yay. He's got a gleam in his eye. Right,
1: buddy. It's okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, and uh, here's what Doherty continued. There's the other side of the occasion. Other than they're all wonderful people and they're going to vote Democratic and, and they're going to get insurance and 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 drive carefully. How many of them are going to be able to read the signs? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He doesn't say they're all going to learn English. (laughs) Well, anyway, so we have individuals who are not lawfully in the United States, who do not follow the laws of the United States to enter the country. They do not have a lawful presence here. Now, that's old-fashioned thinking, that it is a country of laws, and they're breaking a law. Uh, (laughs) We don't really – you know, we've been talked out of that, I think. Uh by the progressive says we have a real problem. We can't take care of our own citizens, can't take care of our seniors, cannot take care of our veterans, and we're throwing out the welcome mat and saying, Come to New Jersey, you can break any law you want. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll give you a driver's license to get there. <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh. What a what a place. Yeah. Okay, so oh the uh just uh an uh, incidental thing here I saw. You you wonder what? What is the next generation? Our most precious asset. Now, this is about some precious assets out in California in a college. Now, this goes back to this police uh, woman, policeman who was assassinated in uh, California, and uh, this was in Davis, California, which is, I think, it's in the wine district. Davis, California, she was assassinated by a person who wrote up. She was stopped somebody, I think she was writing out a ticket or she was checking some illegal maneuver. And uh, this person rode up on a bicycle and shot her point blank uh. and then drove off a little bit and shot himself. So now, now here is the upshot. You would say this is a tragic thing. Yeah. Now it turned out that this young lady, who was, I think, 24, she had posted on Facebook a picture of herself and she was holding what is called a thin blue line flag. Now, the thin blue line flag is supposed to be a an honor for law enforcement people who have served and have died yeah. in the line of duty protecting right. our liberties, as she said, protecting our liberties in our great country. Now, because she had appeared on a Facebook, the uh, what they're calling snowflakes now, the little uh, wilting orchid hothouse flowers are college students. Uh, she was gunned down while responding to a car accident. She was 22 years old. Now, many people across the nation have embraced the photograph of her holding the thin blue line flag as a way to honor and memorialize the fallen officer. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. Th- this is a bad thing. However students at the University of California in Davis contend the photograph is racist. They are demanding that everybody in the United States cease and resist circulating that image. Said the, the, their, their quote, the flag is blatantly anti-black and disrespectful. And uh, that was the University of California, Davis, Ethnic and Cultural Affairs Commission. Now, they say, we see it necessary to call out all community members who continue to post and disseminate images of the Blue Lives Matter flag online. Well, it actually wasn't that. It was a, another flag. So, but anyway, so in other words, whatever happens, they have to trash it. And as, as somehow as they sit there trembling, because it violates our safe space. We should be safe from even having to see or hear anything that, that, that we don't believe we would like to directly address that this flag represents an attempt by law enforcement to undermine the Black Lives Matter movement. And as we said, that was not the gist of the flag. Uh, the flag that she was carrying was a uh, blue, a thin blue line flag, which is commemorating those who've passed. Anyway, this bunch of... Uh, I'm not sure if they're post-pubescent. Maybe this current brush with puberty has affected their minds. And they say uh, they offered to provide help. Now, see, they're giving grief counselors for students who saw it. (laughs) Triggered. It was a triggering event. It triggered them. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the circulating images of a flag that has been popularized by that uh, crowd. All right. Now, fortunately... And, and you don't see much of this, there was a pushback by members of the same academic community. Oh. And they say, and this came out, and it said the, uh, the thin blue line flag does not stand for racism or bigotry. It stands for sacrifice that American law enforcement officers make every single day. Now, that comes from the president of the Associated Students, which is a student body group. So let us hope there's more of them than there are these,
1: <laughs> yes, uh, idiots. Yeah, it
0: says I wholeheartedly, and this again, I from the student body, I wholeheartedly condemn the ethic and cultural affairs commission for this disgusting post. I'm ashamed that some of these same people, protected by the very officers they're condemning, have the audacity to politicize the loss of a young officer. And it said you are an intolerant hate group that needs to be disbanded. Now, that's the reason I point this out, because this is the first thing I've seen like that. They are hate groups, and yet they get away with it, and they get special privileges by claiming they're the victims of hate groups. Uh, and so maybe this would be—I'm going to save this, because it could be the first pushback on a college campus, yeah. because everybody else is scared, well, you know what, Liz, mm-hmm. uh, to, yeah. to speak back to these people. Mm-hmm. So let us hope that maybe the times, they are a-changing. Oh, I uh, we got one more thing. Yeah, sure. Two more things. Sure. Three more things. It's, I got a whole list. Of it's, it's, things. It's, it's your show. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> I've been sitting watching football games for two weeks. <laughs> I'm ready to burst. Okay, uh, the uh, I, I, I don't. I, I want to throw something out, and, and to th- you think about it. And it historically, it is a, a, an amazing uh, phenomenon. You know the old saying, "The road of hell is paved with good intention." Mm-hmm. The most blatant example of that in the history of the world is political correctness. The road to hell paved with good intentions. Political correctness, when it started, was very well intended. This started on college campuses, notably Smith College in Massachusetts. We're one of the pioneers. And this was a move to take away from the language or get people to not use language that was demeaning to other people. Mm -hmm. And they came up with a bunch of isms, some of which sounded nutty, but like one was uh, (laughs) lookism. You don't want to be guilty of lookism, but the whole thing is don't judge people by the way they look. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a nice thing. Don't refer to handicapped people as, ah, that cripple, that crip going there. Uh, and, And all of these idiots, you know, we we would call people. In fact, idiocy, I think it was just stricken from the New Jersey law on uh, committing people to institutions.
1: They're not idiots. You, ha-
0: you had to be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now, now that the epithet idiot is reserved for politicians, <laughs> you don't want to apply it to people who have an illness. Right. But, but it was very well intended, and it was— uh, th- th- Unfortunately, they picked up or it became known as political correctness, which was not political at the time. You could call it uh, compassionate, uh, correct Mm. feelings or something. And it covered a whole wide group, much more than I'm talking about here. But basically, the intent was very, very nice. Just stop making people feel bad. Now, that's good. So that is the good intention. Uh, However, look what it had evolved into and it evolved into it by the fact that there apparently was a huge population sitting out here in great frustration because they had, in some sense, not had some disappointment in their own lives. Mm. And in this culture, when you have difficulty with your own life, you blame it on yourself. But this gave you a chance to blame it on somebody else. So mm-hmm. people picked up on this. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh the, the name. The name actually came from Mao Zedong in the Cultural Revolution, in which in China you had to be politically correct, which means that you towed the, the Maoist line right. or off you went. And uh, But somehow this got stuck on there. But what happened with political correctness, it created, it created victim groups. And other people saw this, that the victim groups are getting special attention. Well, look at these handicapped people. I mean, they're getting the Americans with Handicapped Act. Yeah. And, and, and they moved on this. There were certain civil rights uh, statutes and acts that were created. And so every, and, and other people said, well, it got to the point that your life is not validated unless you're a victim. Because victims does well, at least two things. And one is it gets you special privileges if you pay your cards, right? Look at all these groups now with various alphabets and the like who are getting special uh, status." And then there's a competition among these groups to see which is going to be the most victim and get the most goodies out of it. Mm. The usual thing. And so it does that. But the other thing it does, it absolves a person for feeling bad because I am responsible that I didn't accomplish a certain thing. In other words, I didn't get my share of stuff. Mm. So I'm a victim. You're entitled. Hey, and, and these guys got stuff. I'm yeah. a victim. Wow. Where's I'm off. My, the entitlement? Hook. Yeah. my so so it, it absolves you from a sense of personal responsibility yeah. by being a victim. And this works because I've mentioned this a number of times. I'll try to do it quickly. In the Scandinavian countries, there was a study of the suicide rates, which were very high in Denmark and Sweden and almost non existent in Norway. And it's the same stock, the same area, the same people. What's the problem? Well, in, uh, in Sweden, people tend to uh, commit suicide because they have failed in some type of accomplishment. In Denmark, they tended to do it because of some uh, emotional setback. Uh, they would get depressed. In Norway, with no suicide rate, when a person had a failure, whether it was in their career or whether it was in love or what, they just blamed somebody else for it. And it was very healthy, it's beautiful. <laughs> mental health (laughs) uh, tool. And so I think this is what's going on with this. But the point is that political correctness has gotten so out of hand, uh, the bottom line is the country's dying of it, as we knew the country. As we knew the country. And they're not offering anything of any value in its place. All right, we jumped through a lot wow. of stuff here today. Oh,
1: update, the Tappan Zee Bridge came down. It came, I didn't get to see. You didn't well, hold well, your camera up. Well, we'll have to. Well, I'll show you after uh, we you, uh, end you,
0: here. I looked over the board here, and, and I thought you were patting my dog over there. Oh, I you was. were
1: looking at your... Yeah, the Tappan Zee came down. No problems with the new bridge. I, and
0: here, I I thought you were looking there. I thought you were stunned by the majesty of my logic. <laughs> 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 Uh, Oh, boy. Anyway, listen, Bob, thank you so much. I'll see you next week. Yeah, if any luck, we'll give this a shot next week. Thanks for listening to the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Still cooking, and it's bigger than ever. From NJ1015.com.